that too loud? Get it, just like get it right in your fucking mouth, man. Don't do that. Don't, don't cut the mic. You sound like you're an old time radio. <laughs> Is that better? You want me to speak up a little bit more, more than normal? I don't Holy know fuck, if it's why like. Why did that peak? Because it was fucking loud. It's because you were doing this. That's why it peaked. Shane, you're peaking now. Cupping the microphone. Oh my God. Just cut balls, not mics. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's the, like the uh, theme for the show, right? That's our I slogan. probably just need to be louder in I general. Think, I don't so. know what that's called, but I think that thing is happening where like the microphones are getting like old enough to where like the integrity of they're seasoned. Yeah. Impotent. Anyway. Welcome back to DQP Does Drafty Quarters Podcast Network Movie Review Show, where we are totally not thinking about kidnapping someone and taking everything that belongs to them by having them sign it over, and I have not applied to become a notary. With me this evening is my co-host, Russell. Lightweight. Oh, baby. <laughs> we also have Dave. If you touch her, I'll fuck you up. <laughs> hey, it's me. And special guest, Big Smooth. Oh, that's the stuff. <laughs> <laughs> we do not endorse doing cocaine <laughs> while while or while not podcasting. Uh, it could help. It might. That's true. <laughs> Have we tried though? Seriously, you do listen to a lot of Two Bears. <laughs> that's that's true. Um, <laughs> two Bears, one Coke. Um, Anyway, <laughs> 47 Cokes. Thank you very much. <laughs> it's just it's just like a gallon of Kool-Aid. That's all it is. <laughs> we can't steal other people's shit <laughs> and talk about it on our show. I know there are podcasts and videos that do that, but we're not doing that yet. Yeah. So let's talk about this movie that someone else made. Uh, <laughs> we are continuing our summer of sports. It'd be weird if we talked about a movie we made, though, right? <laughs> That'd be kind of like <laughs> maybe gratifying. Um, you can find us on Patreon, where <laughs> we ask you to donate one dollar so one day that we can make movies. Yeah. Uh, uh, fuck. This podcast is gonna feel a lot like the movie. <laughs> Everywhere. <laughs> yep. Uh, we're continuing our summer of sports with pain and gain. I didn't say it. I know. Fuck off. I was waiting. Spummer. Spummer. God damn it. <laughs> uh, motherfuckers. We watched Pain and Gain this week. 2013 rated R. Uh, two hours and nine minutes. Holy fuck. Did it kind of feel long? Yeah. This is not as much about bodybuilding as I remember it being. <laughs> I'm watching this and I'm like, how is this sports? <laughs> I guess cocaine is a sport. <laughs> Kidnapping could be a sport. That's a sport. <laughs> Extortion. <laughs> That's a sport. For oh, sure. Oh, I want to bring something up. <clears throat> when you were talking about the movies you were going to watch, and I said something about a certain hockey movie, <laughs> and you're like, nothing to do with hockey. I don't think I've seen these guys lift collectively at any point in time. I mean, there is sure. definitely like a couple. For like, <laughs> they all for lift. For 20 minutes total. At some point in the movie, they all lift weights. Okay. And they do and do steroids and do steroids. Actually, I don't think you ever see I, uh, Marky Mark, Mark do. Yeah, I don't think you do steroids. Either. Did Rock do steroids? No. You don't. You only ever see Anthony Mackie do steroids. Yeah, <laughs> and there's a reason you don't do them because you get a tiny pee pee. He already had a small penis, apparently, and it don't work. That's shaped like a boomerang, and then you got to get a prick in your prick. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway. So this that. movie is about a bunch of dumbasses that decide to run a con <laughs> uh, and they're bodybuilders or uh, aspiring bodybuilders in Anthony Mackey's case, though he's like way more jacked than any of us at the table right now. But like when you compare him to uh, Marky Mark and The Rock, because you compare anyone to The Rock, that's a normal person. They look like a fucking infant. Um, it's true. You got to be like half Thor to like look like a big guy next to fucking the rock it's ridiculous yeah but he's totally natural guys he's never done steroids he's no, never, never done steroids never not even once don't cup the mic shut up especially balls. not when he put on that 70 pounds after becoming a movie star yeah and got all that money you know mm -hmm. and it couldn't afford the good stuff 
<laughs> I feel like he was making the money to take the good stuff before. Yeah, but now, I, he, I, now he has access to adrenochrome. That's the only difference. <laughs> <laughs> I think we just need to like ask Vin Diesel if The Rock has raisinets. Wow. <laughs> That's a delicious candy. It is delicious candy. <laughs> Do they taste like raisins? What do you think, Vin? Uh, anyway, that both boulders. of those guys would break my face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Which is why I hide behind a microphone. Anyway. Anyway. But the address is I fuck you, Dave. I didn't even get anywhere in this in this synopsis. Uh, they they kidnap Monk because he's got money, and uh, they do and kidnap they, Monk. You're right. They, they hide him in a porn store or in like a sex toy store, and they fall apart very quickly. Because the like all of their plans are terrible and fail miserably because they're dumb jock like meatheads. Uh and it continues to go poorly, but apparently they like get it right and then uh uh they- <laughs> I don't know that they get it right as Right-ish. much as just like they, the the way they do it, it is so wildly dysfunctional that just no one believes it happened. <laughs> Yeah, I mean... It's like my favorite part. You're not wrong. Um, But yeah, it, it goes, like, epically wrong. And uh, they try to kill him because he knows who uh, Marky Mark's character is because he wears this shitty cologne, which is hilarious. <laughs> um, I hope that part's true. <laughs> it's like some dollar store vanilla cologne. Um but they they like fail to kill him because they're dumb. And they try like three times. It's fucking great. I love when they try to crash the car but the rock could put his seatbelt on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't the rock. No, it was it was Anthony Mackie. Oh, it was Anthony, Anthony Mackie. Yeah. It. It's like why the did you put a seatbelt on? It's the law. You fuck your face up with the airbag. We're trying to kill him. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Monk ends up in the hospital, and he uh, he calls General Hummel, who's a, a PI. Um, and that's a rock, the rock, not the rock Johnson. That's the rock alcatraz reference <laughs> the rock not the rock johnson <laughs> <laughs> that's what we should call him now since we all know he's an asshole <laughs> anyway uh so uh general hummel's this pi and he uh he doesn't believe him just like the police and then he has a chance to think about it and he's like the he's like well the first thing you need to do is get out of that fucking hospital cuz if 3 muscle-bound men were trying to kill me and failed and then found out that I was still alive, the first thing I would do is come to the hospital, which is an easily accessible public place, and finish the job. So Monk leaves, and they show up and somehow don't get caught, because they're like, while also the <laughs> stupidest people in the world, they're also the luckiest. Uh, Not like every like, D&D game I've played. Yeah, we're real dumb, but it works it's out. It's basically like three barbarians <laughs> trying to pull off a heist. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Can we do that? Yeah, let's play Pain and Gain. Yeah. That'll be fun. Uh, I'm in. <laughs> I really want to do this. <laughs> Oh my god. So uh then uh Hummel and uh and Monk like finally get together and he's like you know tells him the story and so he goes Hummel goes to the uh the police. I don't have a, a good uh other role that the police chief had. I don't I know he's in a ton of other stuff, but um for uh, Ed Harrison no, Ed Harris is General Ho- General Ho- Hummel. Right. In the Rock. Yeah, is that what you're talking about? No, like, the Chief of Police. Oh, fuck. I don't even remember who that was. He's in a ton of stuff, but uh, yeah. Anyway, he's character actor. He's not as important. Not as important. 
But he's like, yeah, well, I mean, we're dealing with other more important shit. They, I don't know what they were like dealing with while they're having this scene, but it's fucking hilarious because like Ed Harris is talking to this this guy that's the chief. Oh my god, Ed Harris, <laughs> good podcasting. Ed Harris is talking to this guy that's the chief of the police, and they're on the roof of this building, and they have snipers like looking at something else, and they're just like chilling, talking, and this, <laughs> yeah. there's like a sniper like ready to shoot someone like i have no idea what the fuck they're dealing with but it's like they're like we obviously have more important things to deal with right now ed uh we can't we can't work we can't do anything with this so he's like i'm telling you these guys are gonna run out of money and they're gonna get hungry again so it shows for a minute uh marky mark and uh falcon and um the rock having a good life living the good life one of them gets married. One of them's just like sniffing his sofa. Uh, and, but the other one's doing coke and hanging out with this. Uh, is she Russian? Ukrainian? Something. Came over in the trunk of a car. Uh, she wanted to be a movie star. <laughs> she wanted to be a movie star. And then she ended up being a stripper uh, in Miami. And she came up through Mexico. I came up through Mexico. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember where she was from, but she had like a Russian accent. I want to say Ukraine. Yeah, somewhere. Like, something like that. Yeah. Eastern Bloc. If it wasn't actually Russia, it was Eastern mm-hmm. Bloc. Um, but uh, but he's like going through the money faster than everyone else. Because <laughs> like Marky Mark got like the, the sweet end of the deal, right? Because he got the house and he got a chunk of money. Everybody else just got a chunk of money. Yeah, right? that was a little unfair, by the way. I mean, it was his idea. Yeah, I did all the plotting and yeah, most of the hard work. Awful idea. Plotting. Most of the manipulating. And yeah, the, it's the manipulating that's the important part. Because yeah. That's how you get a bigger share. <laughs> uh, but then he gets to do a uh, um, neighborhood watch. Yeah, he's like he's like trying to become a member of this community, like teaching the kids how to play basketball and chase trim. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yep. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so... So uh, I think somebody needs to like take a look at like Michael Bay's extracurricular activities. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> uh, so the rock runs out of money first cause he's just partying and doing drugs. And that's kind of like the message of the movie, right? Don't party and do drugs. Um, just do one of those. Things. Just do one of those things. Don't, if you steal from somebody, don't be an idiot. That's, that's the moral of this movie. Um, so he runs out of money first, and like obviously the first thing you do is you dress like a pimp and try to knock off a Brinks truck. Uh, yeah, I love that he's just like coked out of his mind, just grabbing bags. Uh, and it does not go well doing it in broad daylight. Somehow he gets away and he only loses a toe, but he shows up to Falcon's wedding where he's getting to married to one of the bridesmaids and fucking. <laughs> I don't think she was in that movie, I don't, bud. I don't know. Is she not? Is she, she not was. in that? You could have said, you know, we're Falcons marrying Fat Amy. Because technically that was the name of the character in Pitch Perfect. That, that is her name in Pitch Perfect. Oh, whatever. I think she is in Bridesmaids. Is she in Bridesmaids? Rebel oh, Lissa McCarthy was in Bridesmaids. That was the fat chick in Bridesmaids. Because they had to have the stereotypical big woman, right? She just had, they just had one? Yeah. No, Rebel Wilson's in Bridesmaids. Oh, she is? She plays Brian. Boom. I didn't Brian? know that you watched Bridesmaids. I didn't. <laughs> I've seen bits and pieces in TikToks, and I wish I hadn't. I've seen the I've, I've seen the uh, the face replace. I don't like Kristen Wiig uh, from so. it, where it's like all the '80s and '90s action stars, and they're they are all like have food poisoning or whatever, and they go to do the fitting. Yeah, and they've like replaced all their voices with '80s and '90s action stars, and their faces with '80s and '90s action oh, stars. Oh yeah, because it's got like Jason Statham and uh, it's basically Michael J. Fox was one of them, which yeah, fucking killed me. By the way, I love, but it. it's like Sly and yeah. Arnie yeah. and Jason what do Statham. They call that mocap? No, it's um, deep uh, fake. Deep fake. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, dude. Why is Arnie so popular on those? Like, you see Arnold everywhere. Because Arnie is, like, a popular um, impersonation, so they can do the voice. Well, they can just do the voice with AI. If you listen to last week's episode of DQP Weekly, we talk about that. Oh, I can't imagine that anyone would want to impersonate his voice. Yeah, that's fucking weird, right? Yeah, that's weird. (laughs) Um, Anyway... 
Yeah, we'll have to talk about that the next time we see him because we've had him on the shows before. Uh, but anyway, yeah, oh, it's before I was in here, right? Yeah, it's before you were here. Well, let me know because I want to meet him. <laughs> <laughs> Big fan. Anyway, uh, yeah. So if they they decide to pull another job this time on the porn king of Miami. Uh, and they fucked that all up, ended up killing him and his wife and don't get anything out of it. And then the police are obviously on their trail, uh, at this point. And, uh, Marky Mark almost gets away, but he's dumb and he gets all this cash and he could have just left and he would have been free and clear. But then they're like, yeah, what about the safety deposit box? Cause he's like in the Bahamas clear now. Uh, Monk's like extra stash and he's like yeah let me see the safety deposit box so then he basically gets locked in a fucking cage in a bank and the cops show up and it was nothing it was just a bunch of trinkets like the only things that that guy actually cared about which was not a lot (laughs) right yeah he didn't even get locked in there. He was able no. to walk out the other side. Yeah. Like, I thought that was actually, like, guarded off, you know? Yeah, no, it was a shitty bank. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and all, they also let a guy with, like, out any ID or anything walk in and take all his money, so it's a shitty bank. <laughs> it was Very the true. 90s. Apparently it was okay. Yeah. Uh, he's just like, hey, I'm Monk. Give me all of Monk's money. I mean, my money. <laughs> sure thing, Monk. <laughs> sure thing, Monk. Uh... Famous sure actor Tony Shalhoub. <laughs> <laughs> sure you thing, men in black one guy. You you got like ripped, man. <laughs> good, good for you. Also white. Um, but anyway, uh, so so he he gets caught, and they all get caught, and then it shows like a brief part of the trial, and then they. They go to jail like uh, the rock gets 15 years and the other two get sentenced to death. And that's the end of the movie. Yep. Yep. And the notary gets. Oh, yeah. The notary gets 15 years and died in prison. Died in prison. Yep. Poor Lugal. Yeah. That's who. Yeah. Lugal. My Lou. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, obviously this was not a great pick for, uh, the summer of sports. It, yeah. it, it fits summer very well. Cause it's in Miami. That's true. That's uh, why you picked it. Cause of summer. Yeah. yeah. I thought there was more bodybuilding because <laughs> bodybuilding is featured in it as a, I thought so set dressing. <laughs> I thought there were actual bodybuilders. Like I didn't realize they just worked at a gym. That's all this movie once when it came out. I mean, they do body build. They do body build. Yeah, they're aspiring bodybuilders. Yeah. But Some yeah. would say this was a spummer bummer. <laughs> I like that, but also I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to see if I could get you to like it. <laughs> I mean, I do. I appreciate that. It's like masking broccoli with cheese on it. It just oh, makes it better. You know? That's very mm. true. Yeah. God, now I want cheese. <laughs> Not the broccoli. <laughs> uh, but okay, so I don't know. This movie, there's like some really funny lines, but Agreed. the the pacing is so fucked, it's unbelievable. Like it feels like the movie should be over after the first hour. Yeah, I don't disagree. I, I kinda like this movie. It's funny. It's funny and it's sort of fun, but it's also really dark. Yeah. And it's very much a dark comedy. Yeah. And, uh, but like the pacing is so fucked because it's also like sort of based on a true story. We'll talk about that later, I imagine. Yeah. Um, uh, bastard, a very big bastardization of a true story. Yeah. Um, that's good because I have questions about it when we yeah. get to that point. Yeah, uh, so I have questions. I know some stuff. Basically, everything was worse. Yeah, that's what you were yeah. saying before, and I'm just like, it got worse because like, <laughs> like the stuff was funny, like like the the dildo shop, them hold them hostage. Yeah, in there, that shit was funny. The torture and how it didn't work was kind of funny. Yeah, uh, the trying to capture him in the beginning and not being able to get him like two or three times was pretty funny. Yeah, 
The grilling the hands outside thing was probably the part that I thought was the funniest because Rock was Rock's character was so fucking coked out and stupid <laughs> and dumb as fuck. He's like, I'm grilling these hands. He's like, I can't take it in there. And he's like smoking. flirting. He's like flirting with like some kind of officer of the law that's like across the street, like <laughs> serving someone papers or evicting someone yeah. or something. Like, he's like somebody got evicted and they had to call the sheriff. Hands on and the he's, fucking. He's like, what's up, baby? Grilling hands. <laughs> She's into it though. Oh yeah, it's yeah. a fucking rock. Yeah, and it's Miami. But, so uh, I, I do agree with you on the pacing. I I feel like if so, a I for, I I forgot this was a Michael Bay film, <laughs> uh, and then it started, and I like I wasn't watching the credits, but so it started. He was like when he pulls up in the car and it has like that weird shot, and I was like. I what? <laughs> and yeah. then I looked at IMDb and I was like, "Fuck!" I didn't mean to pick a Michael Bay film, um, but <sighs> Dutch uh, angles, baby. Yeah, Dutch Dutch angles in an action movie, sort of any action movie he does. But uh, I I think it would have been interesting had this been like dial like had this been a different director, this would have been a it would have been better and they could have told it in two parts. So like yeah. the part one is like the first half of the movie where they get away with, you know, screwing monk over. Right. Yeah, right. And then like part two is the, you know, the other two have ran out of money. They yeah. got to figure out something, something they else go after out. Griga. Yeah. They go after Griga. Cause this was a lot to fit in to like, a yeah, there's two, a lot that happens two hour and 10 minute movie. Yeah. Two hours and nine minutes, but yeah, ten, two hours whatever. and nine minutes. Yeah. So there's a lot to fit in. So I think it would have been better if it would have been dialed down and it would have played more onto the darker humor and less like silly. Cause like yeah. part of me, does enjoy the movie because it's stupid funny, but it, it doesn't, it's not the dark humor that you like get an award for. Like it's not, it's not like death to smoochie. No, you know, no. it's fucking, <laughs> it's like funny because they're so dumb, which is okay. But that's the movie that it ended up being. And I feel like this movie would have been remembered a lot more if it would have been two parts and taken a little bit more time. Sure. And would have been told from, like, the darker humor side yeah, of Yeah, but, the like, movie. 2013, they weren't really doing that, right? They weren't, like, everything wasn't a franchise. And, like, they were starting to do that, but it wasn't there yet, where everything had to be like, okay, we've got two movies written, we're ready to go, we've got everybody signed up, we're going to shoot them both at the same time, Yeah, blah, blah, blah. You know, that didn't happen then. Yeah. You know. What fast movie were we on then? I don't know. It was just the beginning of all the seven? bullshit then. Yeah, six or seven. Yeah. I have no idea. Just curious how The Rock got this gig when he was too busy. Because Marky Mark was like, hey, let's make a movie. You'll get to be, like, funny and do coke. He was like, okay. I like one and of those like, things. And, like, work out a little bit. I guess I'll do coke for the first time. That way I can see how it feels. <laughs> Method acting. Yep. <laughs> Mark's just like, shut the fuck up. Like, yeah. we all know better. <laughs> I I do, like, The Rock I thought was really funny in this movie. Yeah, I, I like him in movies. Yeah. Anthony Mackie was also funny in yes, this movie. Though. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, Anthony Mackie has, Anthony like, Mackie is actually great. Yeah, he's got some good, like comedic chops when it yeah. comes to certain movies because you watch yeah. something where he's like basically like making fun of himself in a way and you're like oh yeah that's also falcon yeah like it just it kind of blows my mind he yeah. has all of the chops like i he can do any role he has done any role and he can do any role like i very much wish he was like, I know Falcon is kind of his thing that's like made everyone aware of who he is. But like at a certain point, I kind of do hope he gets away from like the MCU stuff. So he can go become this like ridiculously renowned actor because he has it in him. Like we've seen yeah. little bits of pieces of it in a lot of stuff like striking vipers, the black mirror episode. Yeah. yeah, like God, that was a good one. He he goes through so much range in that one, like fifty four minute episode of Black Mirror. Like, is it's ridiculous. Like, it's it's awesome. Yeah. So, 
So yes. more Anthony Mackie lead man stuff. Yeah. Agreed. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. And like, I want to see him in That's the, w- the silver lining of this movie. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I want to see him like dive deep into a character for like a two hour indie film and just like fucking blow everyone away and then walk away with those bullshit awards they give out. I mean, I'm still good with some more Mark Wahlberg movies. Like I fucking love Mark. Oh, Wahlberg yeah. Yeah. Movies. He's, he's good too. Yeah. But this you know, movie, not Anthony so Mackie being the lead and then Mark, Mark not being the lead for a change. Like, sit in the passenger seat, okay? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like, the the acting was fine in this movie. The pacing was fucked. I think the cinematography, like, I know it, it's Michael Bay, but, like, I think it was okay. Like, yeah. it, it wasn't, like, crazy. It wasn't Bad Boys 2. Yeah. Um, I mean, his style like has a place. I know I shit on him a lot, but like, there also wasn't a bunch of explosions. He, yeah. Well, did you see the one explosion though that goes off before the car hits the when they're trying to wreck Monk into the thing, and that guard stand explodes like twenty feet before the car even touches it. Mm. <laughs> I didn't notice laugh. that, but yeah, that's that's very Michael Bay. Blow that up. Yeah. Blew it up too early. Sparks. Well, we can't reset it. <laughs> we want lots of sparks when it blows up for some reason. Uh, they didn't double tap enough on Marky or on, or on Marky on uh, on Monk. You know what I mean? They they didn't try to to make sure the job was done to kill him off. Well, this is before everybody knew that you had to double tap. Zombie Land wasn't out yet. Nonetheless, it wasn't one of okay, the rules. If if like I'm gonna make sure <laughs> and commit a murder, I'm gonna make sure that the the deal's done. Yeah. Because they can't testify. You also, like, haven't done, like, multiple cycles of roids, so your brain hasn't been eaten away by... Ah, okay. Uh, I can't remember the names of any of the cycles right now. I'm just saying. Like... Yeah. He sat there for too long, thinking about backing over him. Like I would have backed over, got out of the car, and made, made sure, sure his head it was, was smashed. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, the cops were like, did magically show up right then? Like and as they, they blew were leaving. a car up under yeah. an overpass. <laughs> like they still should have had like ten minutes because it's Miami. Like that probably happens like every weekend. Probably, but uh, at least in the nineties. But anyway, wait, did they have Breaking Bad then? No, I mean no, this it was ninety six. Okay, well. I mean, they definitely wouldn't have had any of that. Because, like, the whole time I'm, like, just, like, you know, get some acid. And I'm thinking Breaking Bad style. And, you know. Put them in the tub. Dissolve the bodies in the plastic that's rated for acid. Yeah. They got, well, they bu- they do buy lye. So, like, they tried to do it right. But I don't think it, I don't think they had enough time. Like, I don't think the bodies had enough time in the. No, you remember why, like. That wasn't even the thing that sold them out. It was the, it was the. Breast implants. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. That's what I'm saying, but, though. I'm saying that I think they got caught too soon after putting the bodies I in the I don't think barrels. the breast implants would have gone from the lie because they're sealed plastic. But well, had they listened to Anthony Mackey and taken them and out. Taken them yep. For reselling. They would have been fine. Oh, I guess I misunderstood. I thought they did take the breast implants no, no, out. No, no, they didn't. Oh, okay. He talked about it and then they didn't do it. Yeah. They also got an electric chainsaw. They were also 750cc fucking dress implants. Holy shit. Yeah, did you see those things? That's a, that's a hefty implant. Yeah. If you guys know anything about implants. I just know about boobs. I'm pretty sure like 100 to 200 is a lot. But I'm not 100% on that. I want some. I mean, we could look but just it up. to play with. You want breast implants? Yeah, but not in me. Just like, just to have. Like, what are you going to do? Use them like for a, a paperweight? Like a stress ball? <laughs> <laughs> good callback. He set it up like it was too good not to use it. I want to know how much that is in like, like, if I fill up a pitcher of water. Like, is that exactly like, like CCs? What does that equal up to uh, as far as like liters? Milliliters. Okay. A, a cubic centimeter is the same as a milliliter. Okay. So that's 750. That's a fifth 
That's what a fifth is. It's seven fifty. Okay. So that's that's how much liquid that was. It's a so lot of jack. A f- it's a lot of tit. Got it. Uh, so she had a handle of of tits. <laughs> uh, that's that's both together. Though, yeah, right? both together. <laughs> a handle of tits. <laughs> so the typically the most common breast implant size ranges between three hundred and five hundred cc's. Four hundred tends to be the single most common implant. 300 to 360 size implants are typically enough to give a woman a fuller shape without significantly altering their frame. That's from uh, the Breast Implant Size Guide 2023 Burbank Plastic Surgery. (laughs) I don't think we ever would have thought about looking that up before. The more you know. I feel better educated. Me too. Uh oh! Breast implants generally start at around 400 cc's and go up from there, with each 150 to 200 cc's reflecting an additional cup to cup and a half in size. Ah, there we go. That's the important information. So she was like almost two full cups over the normal implant size. I seen a thing once in this woman. She had like these uh, plastic uh, injection site things where she could like increase or decrease the size of her implants. Whoa! Depending. Yeah. Depending on what? What she wanted to wear that day? I don't fucking know. If she felt threatened, she's like, and like, and like they had like the thing where they just like pumped them up. That seems like it would, like, fuck your skin up. Well, she was already, like, maximum capacity at, like, the skin there. Ginormous, like, yeah, yeah, they looked like, you know, these, like, you know, like, they look breast like implants can look natural. They can look sure. nice. They can look huge. But these look like you shoved a beach ball in Barbie. Yeah. You know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. a couple beach balls in there. They yeah. were way too big. Yeah. Like she, if she would never drown. So the the giant the giant plushy D twenty is is roughly the size of one you're talking about there. Bigger, might be a little bit bigger than that. Oh, holy yeah. shit. shit! Yeah, like those things were massive. God, don't look like that the up. ones that what, just what don't look name? right. But don't, do not look it up. <laughs> what am I not googling? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds terrible. What was her name? <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ. I got time. It's fine. Go ahead and do your thing. Anyway, this movie definitely does not pass the Bechtel test. Okay. What's that? The Bechtel test? The Bechtel test is a test that uh, is basically for movies, and it's whether or not two women have a conversation about anything other than... Or it's whether or not two women have a conversation, and then is that conversation about something other than a man? Huh. Okay. You would be surprised how many movies actually pass the Bechtel test. More movies recently because it's like become such a thing. Yeah. But like go back to before 2014 and it's not a lot of movies. Wow. Like you even go back to the 80s with like the rom-coms where like the girls have like the best friend. Yeah. The conversations are always about the guy that they're like maybe going to date or not. Huh. I never knew about that. Yeah, test. Because we're guys. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Shane. It's just it's it's interesting. That's fucked up. But yeah, it wouldn't. Yeah. Nope. Because uh... it's not even, it's not even the female lawyer that interviews the women. There's one point where it might, but it's not. No, it's sort of about a guy. When the two realtors are talking to uh, General Hummel. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, he's also there talking to them, so that probably doesn't count either. Yeah, I don't. I I don't. Yeah, I think it has to be. Two just women, two women, just, just talking two women, to each just other. talking yeah. to each other. That's fucking crazy. But yeah, I mean, it sort of makes sense with the plot of the movie and stuff, because like they don't really talk, they don't really like expound on any of the female characters. 
It's true. Yeah, no, they're only used for like either misogyny or character they're, development for Anthony Mackie. Yeah. Yeah. It's very much a bro movie. Yeah. It's a bro movie. Yeah. Which is, I mean, just fine. Like, I mean, I feel like there should be all aspects encompassed in entertainment. But Agreed. The Bechtel test was just a way to shine light on a problem. With, like, not having... Uh, yeah, it's fine if like if some movies do it. It's not okay if all movies do it. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, this movie is okay. It's not good, but I don't think it's terrible either. It's fun. Yeah. I wouldn't say that it's good. I wouldn't say that it like tells the story the way it should either though. Like, yeah, the story is definitely not before we even talk about like the relation to the movie and the true story. Like, yeah, the story could have been told. It's like, even with the same script, the story could have been told much better. Yeah. Well, similar script where like the main beats still happen the same way. Yeah. (laughs) I think it could have been told better. Yeah. I agree with that. I think what does make the movie positive is definitely the cast. Yeah, the, the cast, cast makes the movie. Yeah. If you'd have had yeah. other people do this, it might not have been as good as it was. Yeah. I'm not even saying it's good. Just saying it might I, not have been as good as it was. I think the chemistry between all the main characters is really good. Yes. And, you know, I like Tony Shalhoub a lot, and he's he's good in this movie. Yeah. He's a he, great douche. Yeah, yeah. he does yeah. a really good job. Uh, I really like Ed Helms, too. Or not Ed Harris. Helms. Ed Harris. Always Ed love Helms Ed Harris. Is fun too. Although it would be that does give me an idea. Buddy cop movie. Ed Harris. Ed Helms. Okay. The Eds. I'll watch that. Yeah. We need another Ed so we can do Ed, Ed and Eddie. Oh fuck. Eddie Murphy. Oh fuck. fuck. There you go. Boom. Do not steal. No. Please steal. Yeah. Make the. Movie. We're not gonna make it. That's Unless true. you sign up to our Patreon <laughs> for one dollar a month, so we can make movies. <laughs> That's Drafty Q on Patreon. Yeah. Uh, are we ready to go down to the corner? Do you want to go to the corner, or do we want to talk about the real life? Uh, yeah. Let's talk about the real life, the the true story, real quick. I have an article pulled up. Yep, from the Guardian. Yeah. Uh, this is called Pain and Gain, the true story behind the movie. Ooh. Uh, it's for, not time for Uni yet. I mean, you can still do it. It makes me feel good. Uh, I was giving you the ooh first. We'll see if it's neat at the end. Okay. For one whole month, a brutal criminal gang held and tortured businessman Mark Scheller. Eventually, he signed over millions of dollars to them. His story is now the subject of a movie, but the ordeal was much worse in real life. Uh-oh. It's like the headline. Uh, at no point during the production of Pain and Gain, the new black comedy starting Mark Wahlberg and Dwayne Johnson, not new, Sorry. <laughs> just point that out, uh, did Mark Scheller get a call from its makers? Uh, this surprised oh. the Buenos Aires-born businessman as he was the victim in the true life story of kidnapping, torture, extortion, and ultimately redemption upon which the film is based. Uh, since they decided not to talk to me, they got the personalities of all the main characters wrong, said Schiller from his office in Boca Raton, Florida. I knew all these guys. Uh, instead, the film has been loosely based on a series of articles that ran in the Miami News Time in 1999, which detailed the crimes of the Sun Jim Gang, a group of bodybuilders who connected through a love of hard workouts and easy money. Uh, the gang conspired to kidnap Schiller, a former business partner, to one of the men, force him to sign over his life, and then kill him. Uh, Daniel Lugo, played by Wahlberg, was the conniving leader and, according to Schiller, a lethal manipulator. While in the film, he is nothing more than a vehicle for Wahlberg's now trademark brand of comedic tough guy. Uh, in reality... Sorry. Oh, I said that's fair. Oh. Uh, in reality, Lugo was a different, was a difficult person to like. He almost had a neon sign on his forehead that said, don't trust me. He <laughs> was a con man and that all he knew, and that's all he knew, says Schiller. 
After my kidnapping in the warehouse, he would go into wild mood swings, one minute a nice guy, and the next a raving lunatic. You never knew which Lugo you were dealing with. Uh, Noel Adrian uh, Dorble, played by Anthony Mackie, was his meek best friend and partner in crime. Uh, literally the Robin to Lugo's Batman. Code names that the two assumed during Schiller's captivity and torture. Uh, the real Dorble was a loud sadist that did not like being pushed around by Lugo, says Schiller. He liked hurting people and volunteered to kill me twice. Oh. Uh, Dwayne Johnson's character is an amalgamation of three other men involved in the crime, including uh, George De- DeGato, Schiller's former business partner, who masterminded the kidnap and extortion scheme. In the film, they come, they come across like the Three Stooges, practicing a bizarre act of steroidal slapstick that spills over into violence. Uh-huh. Uh, in reality, they, be, they became the worst combination of manipulation, muscle, and murderous intent. It was uh, Delgado who owned the warehouse where Schiller was taken after his abduction and where he was subjected to a catalog of physical and mental abuse that Quentin Tarantino would have been proud to pen. That's who should have made this movie. Tarantino. Oh, that would have been fucking crazy. It'd been a different yeah. movie. Yeah, it would have been. <laughs> More feet. Um, I've ended up calling it Hotel Hell, he said. Uh, he says. Uh, they tasered me, they punched me, they pistol whipped me, and burned me with a lighter. They played Russian roulette against my temple and performed mock executions. I was blindfolded throughout. In fact, they kept adding duct tape so that the end I must have had up to two rolls around my face and eyes. Jesus. From week two on, I also had a bag over my head and balls of wax in my ears. It was only taken off twice, once to put a sanitary towel under the tape because my face was bleeding so badly. In the end, they changed to bubble wrap and tape in preparation for my murder. Jeez. Uh... It's a big, long article. I'm going to read the whole thing. Uh, keep going. But, uh, okay. Uh, the men had no intention of killing him at this stage, not before they had forced Schiller to blindly sign document after document, one of which was granting George Delgado the power of attorney over all his business affairs and bank accounts. The men also presented him with a series of spoken scripts that he would be coerced to repeat over the phone to his family and business partners until there was nothing left of his life. The gang held a gun to his head while they listened in on an an extension. Uh, They told me that unless I cooperated, they would bring my wife to the warehouse and rape her in front of me. They also said they would kidnap my son, who was six, and daughter, who was two, and chain them next to me, so I made them an offer. They could have anything they wanted if they let my wife and children leave the country. I felt with them gone, the kidnappers would lose their leverage on me. I had only one way to survive, and that was to try to buy my life by giving them what they wanted. Uh, That did not work out too well, as we know now. It's fucked. Yeah. This is a pretty long article. It's real long. But yeah. So it wasn't as funny as the. Yeah. It's it, that that article keeps going. It talks in like uh, Schiller kind of tries to um, distance himself for how, from how he was portrayed in the movie. Okay. Because uh, Shalhoub plays is playing it like and it's not Shalhoub's fault, but Shalhoub plays it like he's a douchebag. And kind of a piece of shit. Yeah. Um, which doesn't like make it okay what they did to him. But uh it's funny in that that article because it's like, yeah, I'm I'm actually like a really good guy. I'm nothing like that character. I earn all my money like honestly, I'm like a good upstanding part citizen and all this stuff. Yeah. And then it's like after the trial, uh and you know, Danny and the uh Sun Jim gang get sentenced. Schiller got arrested <laughs> and he also went to prison for for um, Medicaid fraud and like in embezzlement. So oh, he's shit. also he is actually also a piece of shit. Also a piece of shit. <laughs> but it it's all it's also like kind of a ad for his book because he wrote a book about it. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Mm. Um, but yeah, I just thought that like it was mostly, you know, it was based on a true story, but it was mainly based on like articles that people wrote during yeah. the. But they really did kill Griga and his wife as well. Like uh, after they ran out of money from doing what they did to uh, to Schiller. Um, so like the the movie gets like the broad, very broad strokes, right? Yeah, but there's a it, like it's not as like sadistic and uh like just bad as what really happened. Yeah. Yeah. So what got him caught? Uh, I think it was probably the same thing. Like they didn't believe him. They really didn't believe Schiller, Schiller when okay. he survived everything. Um and uh and like that part was kind of correct. Like they like tried to make him wreck his car while drunk and like do that and they failed and then they tried to set him on fire and that didn't work and then they like tried to run him over and that didn't work. And but then like the cops didn't believe him and then the other people went missing and then they figured it out. Cause like the the uh private detective was really actually involved and he had actual police connections. Like so like the broad strokes of the movie are correct. Like but the the details and stuff like there were mo- more people involved in it, um, and it was a lot more sadistic and like they were a lot more evil about it about what they did. They were just like three meatheads, like we need money. Yeah, yeah. I really wanted the breast implant thing to be the thing that caught them. Oh, I don't know if that was correct or not. They didn't go into that in that article. Okay, but yeah. So you ready to go down to the corner? Did you I'm have ready. another question? No. Okay. No. I'm good. Let's do it. You guys ready to juice up in the corner? Yeah. That's yep. Let's go <laughs> into the corner and shoot some roids into our asses. Yeah, let's do it. Juicy juice. Cause this is Dave's Trivia Corner. Dave's Trivia Corner. Where the point of this corner is for you to say, ooh, neat. You guys ready? Yeah. For some hot trivia? Yeah. About a hot movie? Yeah. Because it was summer? In Miami. In Miami. Uh, at over, at just over $20 million, this movie is Michael Bay's lowest budgeted film since his feature film debut, Bad Boys. Okay. Uh, Bay, Mark Wahlberg, and Dwayne Johnson took pay cuts to keep the budget down. Huh. That's neat. Yeah, got some neats already. Uh, the home of uh, Frank Griga belongs to Michael Bay. Uh, it is also the former Miami home of Hulk Hogan. Seen oh, often shit. in Hogan Knows Best. Huh. Neat. That's fucking wild. Yeah. I thought some of it looked kind of familiar, but I didn't know why. Did it have it was Hulk of, Hogan's house. Yeah. Did have a little bit of a racist vibe going on. <laughs> <laughs> well. Well. That was good, Russell. Uh, For his role as a bodybuilder, uh, Mark Wahlberg bulked up to 212 pounds for this film. How tall is Mark Wahlberg? Somebody look that up for me. I think he's around 5'8". super tall, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think he's tall at all. So 212 is a lot. 5'8". Yeah, 5'8". 5'8", 212. Woo, buddy! Damn. He's fucking swole as fuck. Yeah, he's a big boy. So, and then what's like the rock's like what six five or something? Uh, six three. He's pretty I think he's tall. Six three. I'd say about six three, six four, six five, know. six five. Oh damn! Is he build at six five? <laughs> this is Google. Okay. He's not built at seven foot eleven or whatever. Yeah, he's six seven in wrestling. Yeah. IMDb also has him at six five. Do we have a weight on there? I do not have a weight. Probably like 300. Do you have a... Uh, I, I thought mean, I this did. This is also like... Well, it says he's 260. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. I mean, that might be now. Is he bigger now? Or smaller now? He's a little smaller, know. isn't he? He might be a little uh, smaller than he was in 2013. Go ahead. Ready for more trivia? Yeah, let's do it. 
Uh, when D- Dwayne Johnson rode in Daniel's car, the T-tops had to be removed because he was too tall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Anthony Mackie put on 17 pounds of muscle for his, for this role and bulked up to 213 pounds. Uh, he had only three weeks to train before the filming began. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. It is. Um, the Sun Jim gang made a total of seven failed attempts to kidnap their first victim. Holy <laughs> shit. There you go, Nathan. That's neat. <laughs> that <laughs> that is neat. Oh my god, they were just as dumb. Holy fuck. Is it that hard to kidnap someone? I don't I'm know. not going to answer that. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, Michael Bay's first R-rated movie since Bad Boys 2. Really? Really? Yeah. He's making all those fucking Transformer Transformers movies. movies. Yeah. PG, yeah. PG-13. Let's get into some uh, spoiler trivia. Okay. Uh, as of 2019, Daniel Lugo and Adrian Dorbel are still on death row. Oh, yes. I was going to say this. They are still on death row because the Supreme Court... Uh, the Supreme Court had ruled that Florida's death penalty was unconstitutional because they didn't do it. They didn't used to do it by unanimous uh, jury vote. So they their execution was an eight to four. Oh. So when the Supreme Court changed the criteria for uh, death row and executions... They changed it. It needed. It needs it to be unanimous, and so they didn't actually. They're still on death row technically, but they had to go through retrial and everything like that. That's but crazy. They'll probably die in prison before they're actually executed. Okay, they're in death row. Death row is the label that pays me. That was a Snoop Dogg reference. Uh, ooh, neat, Dave. Uh, <laughs> in real life, uh, John Messi, 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 uh, was in his fifties and was more involved with the kidnapping. Although he was never physically involved, he was aware of what was happening. Along with notarizing the documents, he was also an accountant. Uh, he was responsible for helping the Sun Jim gang open up fake businesses and accounts to launder all the money. Mm. During the trial, he was offered a plea bargain of nine years minus the two and a half years he had already been in jail for the trial. He turned it down, was found guilty, and was sentenced to 56 years in prison. Uh, He also had a history with the private detective Ed Dubois. They went to school together and helped each other with with business. Initially, the private detective refused to believe his old friend from school could have been involved in such a crime. It wasn't until John Messi allowed Ed Dubois to search his office that his guilt became obvious. Uh, John did not realize that Lugo and his gang had left written paper records of their kidnapping plans and forgot documents in the office trash bin. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Uh, This was the first time the private detective and police began to believe that the story was true. What the fuck? Jesus. They are so dumb. Yeah. The police? Both. <laughs> uh, let's do a few more. Yeah. Uh, during the real crime, a third party helped in the dismantling of Christina Fulton and Frank Grigab's bodies. He refused to be named, so the writer left him out of the movie. What the fuck? Yeah. Huh. That's what? He refused to be named. Like, okay. They found him? (laughs) What the fuck? Yeah, and nobody knew that I was the one that used the the gas chainsaw. It's a time traveler. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Though based on a true story, some scenes, such as the hands barbecue scene, are creative additions by the filmmakers. Yeah. Huh? Yes. Thought that was real? Yeah. No. (laughs) <laughs> that's that's even where it pops up and says this is still based on a true story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> um, let's do uh, one more. Okay. 
when Daniel and Adrian are chopping up the bodies of Griga and his wife, they strip down. And Dan is wearing Calvin Klein boxer briefs. Yes. Early in his career, Mark Wahlberg modeled Calvin Klein underwear. Yep. I caught that as well. I caught that too. Also, this popped up here. There's a cameo, a fun cameo I didn't see. Oh, did you not notice the cameo? I didn't. I don't know. See if you you apparently did. I did. Prison Yard. Uh, Kurt Angle, the popular yep. wrestler, had another go with his old WWE opponent, Dwayne Johnson, in the prison brawl scene at the beginning of the film. Which ties back into Foxcatcher, because Kurt Angle trained with those guys at Fox, Foxcatcher Farms during the shit that happened. Whoa. Is Kurt Angle a murderer? No. Neat. Boom. <laughs> You're welcome. That's why we picked Pain and Gain. Yeah, we solved him. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I knew he was going to do that. <laughs> Neat. That's all I had for Dave's Trivia Corner. Dave's Trivia Corner. Ooh, neat. All right, let's rate this movie. Yeah. I'd I'm, rate it. I'm going to give it a, a six and a half. Because I think it's fun, <laughs> but it's not a good movie. <laughs> What? Just keep going. <laughs> Was that a penis size thing that you were laughing at? I don't. I'm not <laughs> no, sure. Probably. Now I am. I don't know. What? I was also going to give it a six and a half. So oh, that was okay. funny. All right. All right. All right. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I've already shit on it enough. I think, but like you know, I like all the guys that are in it. I think they had good chemistry. I just don't think it was a good movie. I don't think it was like. Uh structured well so and like told well so russell what do you got i'm gonna give it a six and a half yeah purely based on the comedy of the movie and my enjoyment in watching it but i do not feel as if i will watch it again probably ever um just because it isn't it really isn't that good so the voiceovers like i thought were gonna make sense and then they didn't make sense. Like, why are they doing voiceovers? Like, you just needed the exposition to fit more into the story. Okay, that's a shitty reason to do voiceovers. Um, the th- the the cocaine side effects thing that popped up was hilarious and should have been a staple throughout the whole movie. But I feel like he thought about that afterwards instead of doing it throughout the movie. Like, he could have done that joke at least three times because yep. that's the rule. So, like, cocaine side effect. This thing that The Rock is doing. Steroids. Bring it back. Or, yeah, steroids. Like, you could have done it with various things in the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, that was funny. It was a good joke. You didn't use it enough. Um, oh, yeah. Also, Satan was the penis doctor. Oh, yeah. What? Satan. Yeah. From uh, Constantine. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so incantations and then (laughs) and then the uh the pacing of the movie was terrible um but doesn't i don't like what the fuck were you actually doing i don't like did you mean to make a three-hour movie and then decide that you didn't want a three-hour movie like i don't understand what happened yeah um while some of the cinematography is good, makes sense, and goes with the movie, uh, there's a lot of Michael Bay just everywhere throughout the whole fucking movie, mm-hmm. which I get it. He's the director, but like, bro, at some point you got to figure out how to like pepper your style in, in a way that makes me not want to not watch it. You know, the one that got me was when there, he's when uh, Lugo is trying to convince The Rock to kill Monk. And it's just like epic fucking shot of them having this random conversation. Other epic shot of them having this random conversation underneath a random epic shot of them having this conversation. I was like, dude, bae, fucking chill the fuck out. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like the scene from Bad Boys when they're standing on the helicopter pad. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the exact same shot almost. Um, yeah. So then, I mean, on top of all of that, while the I, I did find the movie funny, um, 
after you know Dave reading through more of how the true story was, not how the story should have been told. I also actually probably want to give it a four, to be honest, because now that I'm thinking about it, whoa, I feel like they two and a half points during the rating. <laughs> yeah, well, now that I'm thinking about it, like, like why did you make a joke out of like this ridiculously terrible thing that happened? Like, yeah, maybe that guy was like kind of a piece of shit, like on paper. But like he it's probably still a didn't. Human being. Yeah, he's still yeah, a person. Can, yeah, like he deserves to go to jail. Yeah, sure. But did he deserve all of that? I don't think so. Unless he was like also a child trafficker or whatever. Yeah. Then we could justify it. But, um, yeah. Actually, I th- I don't think I like this movie at all. <laughs> Damn. All right. Turn it around. <laughs> well, we'll give it a five. All right. I'll we'll set we'll it in the middle. middle ground. Yeah, five. I'm done. Go ahead, <laughs> Dave. <laughs> I'm going to give it a seven, okay. even though Russell is very valid. They're yeah. kind of making light of this pretty heavy situation. Um, I enjoyed it. I like dark humor, though. Yeah. I like dark comedies. Um, it's super fucked up. Yeah. Don't I, murder people. I don't just don't do think that. it was like funny enough or like tight enough. Fair. You know, there were some scenes that really like. The rock on Coke just I don't know for every reason hilarious. that touched me. That 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 was hilarious. <laughs> touched. Not like in a weird way. It was just hilarious. <laughs> like in a rock bottom way. In a rock bottom way. <laughs> That's good, Shane. Uh that was his wrestling move. Yeah, like why wasn't it just like why was it even based on the true story? Like why didn't he just use the inspiration to write a fucking script and then like Make it tighter? Yeah. And then be like, hey, you know, this was my inspiration instead of like doing a whole based on true story, but not. That's valid. Sorry. Dave, keep going. Seven. I'm mad. Seven. But now I feel like a terrible person because Russell brought up a really good point. (laughs) (laughs) You enjoy what you enjoy. I'm going to stick with it, though. I don't think I'm a bad person. Keep your seven. I'm keeping my seven. Nathan. Ugh. It was funny. Yeah. It was dark. Yeah. Yeah, the real it's based on real life stuff. I mean, they they could have done a better job. Sure. The real life told probably a better story, a darker story. You know, something that should have been maybe even a horror movie like if you want to go that far. Okay. But, you know, they were trying to make it funny and Michael Bay's got make explosions. So, I'm going to rate this this is like going to Applebee's like after like your like grandparent dies, okay? <laughs> and it's like sad. And you're at Applebee's and you know it's going to be like a shitty memory that you're going to have to like remember for the rest of your life and your server is trying to like be funny. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not a good experience. Oh no. And then they give you raisinets at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Like melted in their pocket all day, raisinets. Which also so I, reminds you of your grandparents. Oh Jesus! I thought you were gonna say Whoa. you you ordered fajitas and like everyone in the restaurant is excited for you because they're fajitas. Even better. Hold on. <laughs> hold on. Even better. The waiter gets the table wrong and comes over and sings the happy birthday oh, song. God. Oh God! And it's not even your birthday. Because your grandma died. Okay. Yeah. That's terrible. So you're crying and they're like, yeah. Like that. That's it. Exactly it. And the raisinets. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. My, my grandma always you, had raisinets. So that's why I said that. <laughs> I didn't know where you were going with that. I was a little worried. Yeah, I wasn't sure if it was the shriveled balls or. That's what I was thinking. Old people candy. Yeah. Do you guys want to get raisinets after this? Nope. Because I got a hanker in now. I kind of want those like, like weird. Uh, what are those weird like uh, candies that old people always have that are like dried up marshmallows? Like that they picked out a Lucky Charms? No, they're like they're like they're like dried up marshmallows, but that's not what they are. Uh, are they mints? Yeah, like the mints, but there's like regular like other flavors too. Like the. Oh, shit. oh, it's I the things it. that the dried ice cream remind me of. 
yeah. what he's talking about. They're like about. those like mint. Yeah. Yeah. They, they make mint, mint Fuck, ones are, are the usual ones, but they also make the hearts out of them. Yeah. Uh, for Valentine's Day. I like Day. conversation hearts. Yeah. Like sweet tarts and stuff. Yeah, but like... Smarties. Old people had those like Neko all the times. I don't know. I'm going to Google old people candy. Necco wafers. You know, I'm not going to Google old people candy. It's fine. <laughs> okay. It just depends on what website you're on, bud. <laughs> so we got a, we got a six and a half, uh, six and a half, four, five, uh, <laughs> a seven, and a really awkward trip to Applebee's. <laughs> So that's going to wrap it up for uh, our episode about pain and gain. We are continuing uh, our summer of sports next week with Raging Bull. Raging Bull. Raging Bull. Uh, So thank you for listening, everybody. Uh, Find us on all your social media, searching Drafty Quarters Productions. You can also find us on Patreon in case you didn't hear it when we said it like six times earlier. Uh, please donate $1 a month so we can get to a thousand subscribers so that we can make Dave do something weird. Uh, and you will, you will benefit. Your life will be better because of it. Um, thank you very much. Make no guarantees with that. (laughs) Thank you very much. Have a wonderful time. Goodbye. Bye. I just want to apologize for picking this movie. (laughs) It's Russell's fault. If you're willing to do the work, you can have anything. That's what makes the U.S. of A. great. When it started, America was just a handful of scrawny colonies. Now it's the most buff, pumped-up country on the planet. That's pretty rad. 